Hello, my friends. Jacob's here one more time, and so are all of you. I want to thank you for hitting that play button because, you know, what else you got to do? What else you got to do? You going to worry? You going to worry? You going to go to the store and you spend like a billion dollars to get some eggs and some milk? What else are you going to do? Why not swing by old Jacob's well and get yourself a little drink? Because, uh, you know, you probably will probably need it. We're going to probably need it in the days to come. Things are getting really weird. Listen, if you're following me on X, you probably know this already. I'm even getting a little freaked out by how strange things are getting. And what I mean by that is I don't mean like strange things, like the world, we get it. It's bonkers. But like things that I've shared, they just keep, it keeps, it's like I'll have a weird dream. And then like just uh, within a certain amount of time, it, it happens. Strange. I just did a video. I don't know if you saw the video I did, because, you know, I'm going to be in this movie, this Mandela Effect movie. It's coming out soon. And I just did this Mandela Effect video right here, which is an awesome video, and you should go check it out. It's like the number one video that I've done. I can't, it's like, it's, it's such a wonderful thing to see when a lot of you share it around, and you hit the like, and you leave the comments. It helps. Like, you have no idea. I've gotten a bunch of new people here today. I want to thank you for coming. And if you're new, this is the first time you're seeing you know, the goofy old Jacob, hit the like button, share the videos around, make sure you're subscribed and check the bell for notifications. It's an important thing to do. Otherwise you'll miss all the kookiness. But I did this video on Mandela Effect. You know, really strange. And then I get an email yesterday. I get an email from Jason All. Jason tells me, hey, oh my goodness, how weird is this? Check out the US debt clock. Now, if you know anything about the debt clock, it's this clock right here. It has like up to date. You can see like all the uh, the numbers constantly fluctuating. It gives you like up to the billionth of a trillionth of a, I don't know, digit or whatever they call it in, in how much money is spent on social security, how much money is spent here, how much money is spent there, how much money we owe here. And a, a little while ago, they started doing these things called like secret windows strange secret windows. Little character they have is Thomas X, which I thought was interesting because of course the lead character in my story, his name is Thomas Thomas, which means twin, duality. The, uh, you know, doubting Thomas, the one that didn't really believe in Christ and had to experience it for himself. Well, we're all gonna be like that because if we're doubting Thomases, we're gonna, we're gonna experience it for ourselves. I promise this is the day we're in. But I do this Mandela Effect video and like the next Day, they put out this this weird thing right here and if you take a look at it at the top it's like CERN and at the bottom it's depend which is weird because it has everything to do with the video that I just did you know the old joke Mandel effect if you don't know has to do with like you know the reality you think you're in it's not the same you don't remember it the same things are changed we don't know why. I've given a million reasons why I think this could be the case. I have like video and playlist on uh, the Mandela effect. It's a big thing. You should probably just watch my last video. But the old joke about the depends is, you know, what do old people smell like? And then the answer is depends. And I don't mean that to put the old people down because, you know, I'm getting old myself and I have Crohn's disease, so I shouldn't be making jokes about adult diapers, but depends being the adult diaper. It's no longer depends, it's depend. You know, it changed. We remembered it one way, and in the uh, reality that we're in right now, totally different. And then the debt clock has it on there about the Mandela effect. What is going on? How weird is that? 
I do my show, and then boom, this comes out. And then like some other big YouTuber does a Mandela Effect video, but that's not the thing that really freaked me out the most. Yesterday, I had like this day where it was just bizarre. There were things in the news that I had kind of sort of like, I feel this is gonna happen, or I have this weird dream. And all of these things happened like in one day, boom. I don't know if you've noticed on the channel recently, if you've been here for years, you probably have noticed that recently stuff that I've done within a short period of time is now making headline news. I even put these little things out called tests. The, one of the recent ones was uh, the, the clams. I said, soon, you know, everybody's going to be looking at clams and clams is significant. I don't know why, but it became significant. And I started this little, uh, little hashtag where I was like, clam it. In, in, in response to like, you know, calming down, not getting too stressed out, but a clam being significant because it's like the kingdom of heaven, the pearl of great price in the oyster, the suffering. I the, the, This video right here that I just did, the last live stream that I just did, talked all about it. But there's no denying that if you ask, you know, you, you, you will uh, receive. If you seek, you will find. If you knock on the door, the door is going to be open to you. It's no denying. I mean, I, every time I come on here, I'm like, Lord, what do I got to do? What do I got to show? What do I got to say? I just want to know. I open myself up to know and I pray and I close my eyes and I think. And then I get inspired. I was actually talking to my daughter Shiloh about this just, the, just uh, last night. She actually helped me uncover some incredible things that are just going to... Well, they're just gonna, they're really just gonna gotta get you a little weirded out in a good way, in a good way. It's almost like we're, uh, we're being shown behind the curtain. I believe it's like God kind of telling us what's to come. And I, man, and it's gonna be good for the people that are good. It's gonna be good for the people that are not gonna be so good for those that are in the outer court. Done it for a long time. You know, I said just a little while ago, I said we gotta, you know, in, in the book of Revelation, Revelation 11 1, um, it says, you know, go and measure. I'll give you a rod. Measure the temple. Measure measure this. Try to try to figure out. Try to look at and um, size up. You know how you are in your relationship with God, because we're the temple of God. He goes, but everybody outside of you, everything that's outside of the temple of God, every you know the dogs, the sorcerers, the the harlots, all that. Don't even count that anymore. Don't even pay attention to that anymore. Don't even worry about that. But I worry too much. Even people that are messed up, even the people that are hateful and corrupt, I worry too much. I think to, I think to myself, it's like, oh Lord, oh, I don't want to see bad stuff happen. But yet, you know, everything works together for the good. God has a plan, and that plan can't be God can't be denied. So in the end, it's all going to work out. All things work together for the love of those that love the Lord. All things, and that includes not so great stuff too. Now, I share things that are weird. A little while ago, back in November, on 11-22, you know that I, I've, I told everybody for a long time, I said, oh, you're going to see 22 everywhere. You know, of course, 11-11 is a big thing on my chin. 11-11 on the clock right here. But 11-11 has been a thing for me for a long time. Uh, it's my favorite verse in the book of Revelation where God breathes life into the witnesses. In the scriptures, it says, like, after three and a half days, their dead bodies lay and everybody, you know, goes... Uh, bananas over how great it is that they're being, you know, censored and how great it is they're not reaching everybody. But after that certain amount of time, God breathes life into the witnesses and then, oh, good grief, that's the day we're in, I believe. That's the day we're in. But I've been talking about the 11 and the 22. And what I did was when I was on 
the donut show, we talked about it. We talked about the symbolism of it. We actually, you know, we were talking about the dollar bill and, and, and I pointed out on the show that there was the 1122 on either side of the dollar bill and it just blew me away. That was like the day before 1122 actually happened. Then when 1122 happened, for whatever reason, when I came back to the gym, I put had this rainbow that was in the, the, the room. I had it on my hand, I snapped the picture and then I put it on X and I said, take the rainbow, take your medicine. Kind of like the rainbow is coming. That's a covenant with God. That's God, when he gives us a covenant, he, it, it's a contract. It can't fail. So I was like, take the rainbow. And I just found it strange that like an hour later, we get news about what happened at the rainbow bridge. You remember the rainbow bridge where the car, and I had the connection, Shepherd who's like just an amazing graphic designer who uh, sent me like really cool shirts and he's going to start, he's going to have like a pajama fact, uh, a factory and his pajamas and his ideas for these pajamas are beautiful. I'm going to talk to you about it uh, later. And it's not because he's paying me just because the guy is great. And he had a connection. So I knew what was going on with this whole story before anybody knew. I shared it on X. I talked about it on the show. The 1122 being very significant. Now, you find it strange that after all this 1122 talk, all of a sudden, you know, there's this viral video of this crab. Have you seen this video of the crab trying to escape? Let me give you a close-up of it. You see it? You see it right there? See it? Well, take a wild guess who reached out to me and was like, Jacob, did you see the actual price? Travis Seebeck and his wife, his wife pointed it out. He's like, oh, the crab that comes back to life. The price is 1122. I'm going, my life is weird, but not as weird as the stuff I'm about to share. 1122, the price of this resurrected crab that tries to escape, that escapes, right? And I put a post that I said, is it either a resurrection of the crab or it's a zombie apocalypse? One of the two, right? But I really believe that this is kind of a good, good omen, if you will. Do you know what 1122 means, Strong's? Strong's is like a, uh, they, they, they take words that are found in scripture and they they put a number to it so sometimes i'll talk about the strong's number right the strong's number for 1122 means scribe scribe somebody who who is like is a writer who um or somebody who speaks about like you would think that like i could be like a little bit of a scribe because i'm a writer i get an I got an awesome novel the best novel ever the calling which by the way get it now so you can get it for the holidays buy it for your friends leave a review there's like th over thousands of reviews five stars it's an amazing story and there are layers to it. But I'm a scribe, if you will, you know. But but when I went into scripture and I was looking it up, like all the scribes and Pharisees, they were not a great thing. They were not a great thing. I couldn't find any positive message connected to this 1122 number. Till last night when the Ethan came in and um, I asked him because I was asking the Lord. I was like, oh, yeah, can you give me something. Can you give me something to share? Because I, I knew that there was some kind of connection that I was missing. And I couldn't find it. So I asked Ethan to come in. Ethan comes in. He flips through and uh, he picks this one thing. And I said, oh, are you sure that's it? He does it again. He picks the exact same page. And there was no placeholder there. And guess what? It had that scribe word in it. I'm going to share it at the end. But uh, it's, and it ties everything together. Clamming it too. And the pearl of great price. All of it. What are the odds? What are the odds? Let me tell you the odds. The odds are thin even thinner that I actually, you know, because I have all these weird dreams and over the years, some of these dreams, I don't know, 
you know i think you know the scriptures a third of the scriptures have to do with dreams and visions the script there's a passage that says that god speaks to us when men sleep when they sleep you know when they slumber upon their bed god gives them their instruction because during the day we got too much stuff to worry about so we'll have these weird dreams i have been paying attention to my dreams for a long time i knew there was something to it it was a dream that helped me with my for my children literally dreams have been such a big and important part of my life and dreams were also a very big important part of jacob's life back in the day that's where he had the dream of the ladder or the stairway going to heaven the angels of god ascend and descended on him when he was sleeping when he rested when he put his head on the rock and he went to sleep it's all symbolic because that ladder that stairway is a picture of christ the intercessor the the spirit of the living god that that relays the heavenly to, to be revealed in the earthly that ladder that's in us all but dreams are something that's pretty big so what i i decided to start doing a little while ago is that when i have a dream that sticks with me or something that i think is something that's interesting i post it on x i post it on x just like i did I don't know, like two or three weeks ago, when I had this strange, terrible dream, I said, second, I had a dream. The Rock was given a speech. He was running for a position like president, promising donations would not go to him. I was in the audience. I felt like he was lying. So I called him out publicly. That was the dream I had. Here's The Rock giving the speech. He was like running for some kind of office. It was kind of a big deal. And I was like, oh, you're, you're a liar, which is a terrible thing, which is a weird thing because I was his writer. How did a little old me who came from nothing end up writing for The Rock, who's now, by the way, ironically, the news yesterday, he, uh, the news broke. He was in the Pentagon and he was meeting with the military chiefs. What is The Rock doing? meeting with the military chiefs let me give you an example of one of my favorite exchanges with him where he would come to the building right and he gets out of the limousine and we film him and then you know jerry lawler at the time and jr they would say things or michael cole would say things like oh here's the rock and, and they would make a big deal out of it and you know i would even film these because we'd have to produce even these little bits but i remember having like a literal 15 minute conversation trying to encourage him to just you know Keep the shirt unbuttoned, button the shirt, whatever whatever you feel good. He goes, well, do I look a little weird? Do I look, he was very self-conscious of his character. And I gotta tell you something, it's weird that he's, you know, a guy like, God, I was like, I was like, I don't know what, do whatever you want. You want your shirt open? If I had, if I had the physique of you, I'd probably walk around with my shirt off all the time. I told him that. And he ended up just deciding to get out of the limousine with his shirt open. Like that's a normal thing to do in the car. You got your shirt open all the time, but Hey, it worked for him. Look at where he is now meeting with the military chiefs. Just weird that I have a dream about him just like weeks ago. And then here he is. Now, I don't know if this is gonna literally happen, but it's strange. It is strange, especially since, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Idiocracy. Idiocracy is a great movie, very funny comedy. And everybody says that it's like, a, a, it's, it's more of a documentary of the future than it was a, a fiction. 
they talk about like time travel when it comes to this movie. And in the movie, just so you know, the, people got so dumb and so dependent and so like just lackluster, lazy, not caring about anything. You know, they, 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 they literally elected a professional wrestler to be president. So is this like a back to the future thing? Now, what I found strange about this whole thing with The Rock, besides the fact that I'm like connected to The Rock, isn't that weird? I'm connected to so many interesting things and so many interesting people. It's just strange. All of this stuff to me is strange. Believe me, I sold mattresses for 10 years before I finally, right before the wackadoo, because they, they were gonna demand everybody get it. And I said, maybe it's time for me to really step out. Yeah, I, I was so worried to just, you know, do this for a living. I didn't think that, you know, but God provides because of all of you sharing, liking, hitting the bell, watching, commenting, Patreon, you know, getting yourself trulyfreehome.com, the, uh, the, just the best products for the house, for laundry, no toxins. You don't have to worry about a chemical smell or anything else made in the States, you know, godly company. You're supporting something amazing. And if you use code Jacob, when you go to trulyfreehome.com, code Jacob, you get 30% off. 30% off. They send it to your house. It's easy. It's changed my life. I know it's going to change yours. And they're working on something for me because I use their skincare. But right now, they, they don't do a sponsorship thing with the skincare. And their skincare stuff is great. Their deodorant and all that stuff is great. So they're working on something for me alone so I can give it to you. Because who wants to pay full price, right? It's a great cause, but who wants to pay full price today? You know, especially when you, you're spending $25 on eggs. But I've been connected to all these people. So, of course, I go back and I said, oh, well, yeah, I know I've done so much stuff on The Rock, right? I've done so much. So I, I, I look something up and then I see this right here. This I remember at the Super Bowl, he was dressed in all purple. And I talked about how that was incredibly significant, that that was saying something like he was going to be like a royal ruler of sorts. And now here he is how long later and there's a possibility. There already were rumblings a while ago that they were reaching out to him, that he'd been polled and everything else. But on Rogan, he said, yeah, I shut that down. It's really uh, probably an, an, a no-go. So the fact that he met with, you know, all these Pentagon chiefs is strange. It's very strange. But what's stranger is uh, Dom Luker. He's, I don't know, he's like a uh, an influencer as well. All these people, these are not endorsements. These are just things that X will put in front of my face, put out a picture of, of Hillary. And she went to go see this politically motivated show, which is called Purple Victorious. Now, why this stuck in my craw, whatever that means, is because I was looking at that picture of the rock in all purple. And I was putting two to, together because I had that weird dream about the rock, which by the way, we got to keep an eye on this. We got to see what happens. It's going to be interesting. You know, that's why I think I posted, I said something like what Elon said, the most entertaining is the most likely, <laughs> right? That's the, uh, that's the law that Elon goes by. But then I think to myself, I'm like, I bet you I did. I bet you I did a video about The Rock. I bet you I did a video about The Rock maybe like a year ago. And guess what? I did. I did. Now, you know that I've been talking a lot about the, um, the Red Sea recently right? The Red Sea. And I said that we are in that moment right now where we're crossing the Red Sea. This is the moment. Mike Johnson talking about the Red Sea. 
all the coincidences with the Red Sea? Remember the USS Kearney that I literally said earlier that, you know, it would only be freaky if somebody attacks the USS Kearney and uh, that becomes a motivating factor for something. And then what happened? What, how many days later, the USS Kearney was like attacked by these Houthi rebels. And what did we do on the show? And by we, I mean, I said, and then we agreed and prayed that this would not provoke more. Guess what? Didn't provoke more. Power of words. This is what you're gonna learn today. I haven't even gotten to the most freaky part of the show yet. But the power of words, the spoken word is an important thing. We are all witnesses of God. Those that come against us, guess what happens? Fire comes out of our mouth. We'll destroy them. God's gonna bless those that bless us. Gonna curse those that curse us. You do good in your life. If you love, if you forgive, I'm not saying it's gonna be easy. I'm not gonna say that you're not gonna be terrified like old Travis and, and his wife are at times because they've had so many issues and so many hardships. But every time they reach out to me, they say, oh, Jacob, I worry. I worry, that, you know, they want me out. They want this, that, and the other. I said, you're going to find some place. It's going to be fine. And it is fine. Power of words. Because Travis has enough faith in me and I have enough faith in God. It all works together for the good. When Jesus came into a, a place, people had faith that if he said something, it would happen. But he reminded them it wasn't him that did it. It was God that did it, but it was really their faith that made them whole. That's why when he went into his home country, like if you're know, like, my family thinks I'm weird, you know, like I'm talking about like, you know, my family back home, not my, well, everybody thinks I'm weird. Let's be honest. Everybody thinks I'm a little bit of a meatball, right? Everybody does. I'm a little strange. I'm a little peculiar, but we are peculiar people. But if I go back to my hometown, they're going to remember me for who I used to be. And if I told them, you know, they're having a hard time, this, that, and the other thing, and I say, oh, this is going to happen, and I'm trying to speak in faith, because of their unbelief, it won't happen. Same thing happened to Jesus. Because of their unbelief, he tried to perform all these wonderful miracles, but they didn't happen. Because of their unbelief. If you don't believe that you're going to be okay, you're not going to be okay. Because you're going to believe that you're not going to be okay. Faith is an important thing. It's a superpower, people. So it's important to be grounded in it and understand that the power of life and death is literally in your tongue. Watch what you say to your children and your loved ones. Watch what you say about your own life. So I talked a lot about the Red Sea because what happened with the Carney, it was, that was the showdown in the Red Sea. Very strange, right? Stranger than that is I did that video with The Rock a year ago Listen to the title. It's going to blow your mind. It's time to part the Red Sea. It's time to part the Red Sea. That was the video that I did. Because at the time, The Rock was doing that movie Black Adam. And I explained, I talked about Christ. And I talked about Black Adam and how he's got the lightning on his chest. And he's the anti-hero. It's a whole very significant message. Now, this is what really caught my attention. And you'll notice that lightning bolt smack dab in the middle of his chest, him and Shazam. They have that. And of course, you know, we saw Satan falling as lightning from heaven. But also Christ comes as lightning. So there's always two ways of looking at things. That video I shared, but the title alone, I'm talking about the Red Sea. Mike Johnson just mentions the Red Sea. 
And then here, you know, The Rock, I have the dream about The Rock running for some kind of office. Now they're saying it could be possible that he could be, you know, maybe running for some kind of office. And then the video that I go back and I look at is the Red Sea. And it's time to part the Red Sea. So here we are a year later and we're already going through it. We're already going through it. And we're almost into the promised land. All these things are just so strange. So strange to me. Just one thing after another thing after another thing happened to me yesterday. You know who else is now back on the old platform, the old X platform? You know the guy, this guy right here. You know the guy who wears the NASA shirt everywhere. Every time there's something weird going on, he wears the same old NASA shirt. NASA, which by the way, in Hebrew, if you look at the word NASA, it means to deceive. That's right, to deceive. What is the biggest guy, the guy who's supposed to be the biggest truther, always wearing the NASA shirt for, right? Why did Kanye, before his big meltdown, and he was saying that he loved the, you know, the, the most evil person in history, why, why, is, why is he wearing the NASA hat? What is going on, people? What is going on? Even the little girl in the movie that I just saw that was produced by the Obamas, where they're trying to get everybody to think that it's gonna be terrible, that, that America's gonna be attacked and gonna be destroyed from within. I say no. I say there's something else gonna happen. Sorry about that. But even the little girl in the window, she's wearing a NASA hat. She's wearing the NASA shirt. Deception is not a good thing. I'm not saying that the organization is deceptive. I don't know it's deceptive. I will say I do find it strange that my phone has more computing power than the computers they used back in the day. And I do find it strange that, you know, Nixon was on the phone, on a corded phone, talking to people that were on the moon in real time with no delay. Uh, I was talking to my buddy, John, uh, John Doria, just an amazing artist, digital artist and everything else. He directed the first film I was in and gave me my first break. He's a good friend of mine. We were talking about this. I'll probably end up having him on the show because just what an amazing, insightful guy he is. But we were talking about it. NASA. So they wear the, uh, they wear the shirt, they wear all that stuff. And it's like, just strange. You probably remember correctly that I did a video. Do you remember the, uh, that tortilla challenge where people were smacking each other's in the face with the tortillas? Remember Kevin Hart, the heart and, uh, and, and the rock, they had the challenge where he was slapping him in the face and see if he'd spit out the water. And I explained to everybody that that was very symbolic, that the rock was symbolic of Christ and that Moses, he struck the rock to get that water out. You know, you, but you can't force it today. You can't force it. The kingdom of God can't be taken by force anymore. Up to that, up to Moses, it was. You know, but when God says enter the promised land, he says, speak to the rock, speak to the rock and it will flow. The waters will flow. You don't need to hit it. You don't need to strike it. You don't need to, 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 to uh, use violence to get the truth of God today. All you got to do is speak to the rock. But the irony there was the fact that the, the Kevin Hart was smacking a rock in the faith. So wouldn't it be wild? Since the rock is so symbolic of Christ, because we're supposed to make our, the foundation is supposed to be the rock of Christ. I don't mean Dwayne Johnson is Christ, God forbid. I don't mean that at all. I mean, I mean the rock, symbolically, he's known as the rock. Wouldn't it be interesting? Shouldn't the rock rule? Shouldn't the rock be president after all? And I mean Christ. So we see it playing out in the world because it's going to happen in the spiritual. You probably remember I sort of predicted that Super Bowl too. 
the Rams and the Bengal. I talked about all that stuff with the two QBs. I did the whole show. That show was an amazing show. It was a beautiful story because the Ram, symbolic of Christ once again. And who won? The Rams by three. Two Super Bowls in a, in, in a row. Three points. I predicted the first one by three points. Second one wasn't so on the money, but I got the uh, the team right and all the other outstanding facts. It was literally, it came down to the last minutes of the game. And there was a penalty involved. Interesting. But you probably heard that Mr. Jones is now back on the X platform. Mr. Jones. So what do I do? What do I do? I remind everybody that literally three days before Mr. Jones was deplatformed on every single platform, I did a video said, like literally, this has been going on a long time for me. I just haven't noticed it so quickly. Like now it's so frequent. That must mean there's something big's happening. Something, it's like, you know, the uh, the uh, the birth pangs, right? You get the, uh, the labor pains, you get them sporadically and then they get closer and closer and closer and closer into the end. And now it's like every show that I do, right? No joke, every show that I do. It's like, hey, remember this? Remember this dream? Remember this? Look, all the, look at the dates, look at the dates. Look at all this stuff lining up. I don't know what I'm doing. You explain it besides the fact that God is real and you should be asking for the truth. No matter what the cost. And by the way, if you get that shirt, that helps the channel out. You may got to make a couple of bucks every shirt that they sell. Teespring is a great company. If you ever have any issues with them, which very, very few people ever do, they'll send you another one. They're, they're a great company. And you can all the links are in the description below. But yes, so, so Mr. Jones, he comes out and what do I do? I did a whole video about it. So the question becomes, was it legitimate? Or was it all just phony baloney? Because the truth is about Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones made a lot of money after being deplatformed, made more money than ever before. So was he really hurt by it? And now he's back and now he's a hero. Think about that for a second. These are things that keep me up all night sometimes. These are things that I want, because I don't wanna say he's a bad dude. I don't think he's a bad dude. I like him. I enjoy watching. I was listening to him on X. They did a space, you know? I was listening to him just a little while. But I'll tell you one thing. I would never have done what he did. I've never lied. And I've never said things that I knew were true that weren't true. Never. You know why? Because I'm not a liar. And let me tell you something. Either he's a liar or he's telling the truth and he somehow, you know, He's not telling the truth on everything. He isn't telling the truth on everything. Even when he went to court, what did he say? I'm playing a character. <laughs> yeah, if I ended up in court, I wouldn't say I'm playing a character. I'd say, hey, I never said anything bad. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I don't have any inside scoop. Everybody's got the inside scoop. They're going to tell you, oh, it's this, that, and the other. I'm going to speak the thing that I want to see happen. I'm going to speak life. I'm going to speak life. I made the mistake of listening to the system and then coming on here and saying, oh, this is it. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm combating it. Like we were supposed to get these terrible wins. My buddy, my buddy X reaches out to me and says, oh, looks like it's going to be that. And I, and I, I sent like a vulgar word. I didn't send a vulgar word. I said like a joke, like I was angry with the little like, you know, the hashtag and the at symbol and all that stuff. And I said, well, you can't fight the wind because you can't. You can't fight the wind. But you can have faith. And guess what? I, I brought all the the, uh, the furniture in and all the Christmas decorations and for no reason. Because there was nothing, 
nothing. There was nothing. And I didn't think there was gonna be nothing, but I didn't just trust my intuition. And I figured why not just, you know, clean up the backyard. The power of faith is an important thing. You're gonna find this out. Three days before he was cut off from all the platforms. Look at that thumbnail. Every single platform. And why do I got a big queue? I don't even know why I put that there. I don't even remember. Was, was that even a thing back then? I know it was a thing back, you know, when the uh, the twins came down. That there was that queue there. <laughs> Maybe we are in a simulation, right? But at least Grok thinks I'm all right. So I guess that's a good thing. I'm like a Swiss Army mite. I'm like a cousin, an older cousin that you wish you had as a your older cousin. I'd like some friends just to go to a barbecue with where I'm not kind of ostracized and made fun of. Well, my son's left out of like certain parties because they don't want to have weirdo Jacob at the party talking about all the crazy stuff that's going on. Oh, these poor people. So I saved this one for last for a lot of reasons. I don't know if you heard about what happened on that university campus in Las Vegas. Some kooky guy named Anthony Polito. He, uh, he went down there, you know, like, a, he had like one of those like machine guns. Three people, three people lost their lives. A fourth was injured, but it was like a terrible scene. I, you probably, I don't, you know, it's like, we're so desensitized and there's so much kookiness going on. And there's so many weird things and terrible things that are happening that like somebody's showing up on a campus with like a machine gun or something. I guess that, that that's like, ah, uh, who knows? But this just happened on the UNLV campus. Now, here's weird, right? You know me and the numbers, the one, one, the two, two, the three, three. Talk about it. I sound like a lunatic, I get it. But do you know that exactly 33 days before that event, this terrible event that went down, and this is gonna freak you out. This is gonna freak you out because I know most of the people watching, probably like, I'd say 99% of you have been watching for a long period of time. The 1% of you that are here, that it was, you know, was recommended or somebody shared it to you or whatever, you hopefully you didn't check out by now, but if you did, I gotta tell you something, I'm proud of you. Proud of you for sticking through. But these are things that I've been talking about on the channel, so when it happens again and again and again, it's almost beyond the realm of like a quinky dinky do, and it becomes like God is talking to us. God is trying to wake us up. God's trying to get us to just be kind and compassionate and forgiving and loving. So 33 days before, you know, this thing that happened on the campus, I had a terrible nightmare in the morning of that day. And so what do I do? As I've just been recently doing this on X and I'm gonna do it every time I remember a weird dream, but to put it out there to see what happens in the future. I said that I had this dream and I was standing on a, I was standing in a university campus. It was a beautiful day. I didn't know where I was, but then somebody came out with a machine, a machine gun, you know, and was just like, oh. and so I wrote this, I said this, I said this, and I said, this is where like, you know, the scariness in the world comes in to haunt you at night. I hope this isn't true. I hope it doesn't happen. And then boom, 33 days later, this is what happens. Then you explain that to me because there's just too many times that this happens here. I'm not special. We're all, okay, I am special. You're special too. But what I mean is I'm no more special than you. What's the difference between me and you? The difference is I know for a fact that God is real. 
I know for a fact that he has a purpose for my life. I know for a fact that I want to be used to make this world a better place. I ask God all the time, teach me the truth no matter what the cost. Lead me. What do I got to say? Give me a dream. I go to bed at night. I say, Lord, give me a dream. Tell me what to say next. And then I'll go to X real quick and I'll post it so that there's documented proof. Do you know a lot of other people that do this? Probably not. There are a lot of people that write these random things or they'll be vague and everything else. And they got like millions of followers and they got like whole cults built around them. And, you know, people will take vague things that are written, you know, by a certain letter of the alphabet, 17th. And we'll be like, oh, look at this. And it won't match up. Won't match up like 33 days. It won't match up. It won't be on the money. It'll be just some random thing that kind of sounds like you got to twist yourself around it to believe that this person or whoever it was, whatever psyop is behind it, to lead you to believe that this is some kind of... Meanwhile, here, how many times is it happening? When will people just take my advice? So I'm not going to worry about the outer court anymore. I know I, I, I've, been, I've been worried too much about the outer court. I can't control what happens to the outer court. But I can tell you this, that the harvest is here. The harvest. How do I know this? Well, that guy was obsessed with the Las Vegas the uh, terrible thing that happened three years ago at the Harvest Festival. He was obsessed with it. Weird still is the guy's name. One of my boys, Anthony. You know what Anthony means? Priceless. Priceless. Do you know what Polito means? That's his last name. It means polished. Something that is smoothed and polished and priceless. And do you know what? When I did like a little search of the name, it's connected to guess what? A pearl and a clam. How wild is that? Now, this is where it gets really weird is that I'm working on this show and I'm thinking, what do I share? You know, because I know that there's some scripture, you know, scripture to tie it in. What do I share? And I ask Ethan, Ethan, do me a favor, pick something out. And, and uh, he goes, oh, okay, here it is. I said, what, did you really do it? And he did it again. And he goes, oh, I picked the same page. And what did he open up to? The harvest. The harvest, where it talks about the kingdom of God, where Jesus is talking about the son of man. Okay, listen to this. He opens up to this page, this page right here, where Jesus is explaining the kingdom of heaven and the harvest, and he's explaining it in a way to try to just get people to kind of get a, get an understanding about it. And he says, in this day, he says, people will see things, but they won't understand it. They'll hear things, but they won't comprehend it. And he says, this is the way it is, that the wicked people are um, just never going to get it. But they're here for a reason. So he uses all these examples. He compares the kingdom of heaven to his disciples. He says, oh, it's like a mustard seed. You know, it's the smallest of seeds, but, you know, when it's planted in the ground, it becomes the greatest of herbs and shelters. Them. And then he compares it to, he compares it to um, a pearl, a pearl of great price that like, you know, the person who's looking for the treasure finds it, possesses the entire 
you know, land where the pearl is, and he sells everything just to have this one priceless pearl. The pearl, which is connected to the, the guy's name. It's very interesting how this all comes together. The harvest. So later, after he was with all the people and he said all this stuff, his disciples, they still didn't understand. He, they still didn't understand. Jesus sent the multitude away. And he went into the house and the disciples came to him and they said, declare unto us the tares of the field. Because he gave this beautiful, beautiful parable about how, you know, that there, were the, the, uh, there was wheat that was planted in this field. And then the person who was in charge of the field fell asleep. And then the enemy came over and then planted a bunch of tares, right? Planted a bunch of tares. Now these become two sets of people in the world. They become people that are children of the kingdom of God and children of the kingdom of the devil, Satan, this world. Those that are led by truth and love, those that are led by lies and hate. Two different sets of people, but really two different types of thought that is in us, because it's really all about what's within us. The lies and the truth, the wheat and the tares. He answered and he said to him, he that sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. So the Son of Man comes on here and he sows his seed. He shares it with the world. Jesus was back in the day. He probably wouldn't just be going from town to town to town, district to district to district. He probably wouldn't be going from synagogue to synagogue to temple, whatever it is. He wouldn't be doing any of that. He'd probably be doing social media. And he'd be sowing his seed to the world. Those that hear it, good earth. Right? He gives a couple of descriptions. He says, one is going to be like, it falls on stony ground. And the stony ground are those that hear the word, but they don't, you know, it's just, there's no life in them. They don't they just ignore it. It doesn't happen. Some of it falls among thorns, where like, it sounds great at first. You could probably come on here, you listen, everything sounds great. And you're like, oh Lord, teach me the truth, no matter what the cost. But then you get your, 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 your bill, right? And then you get your, your, uh, your eviction notice, Right? And, and it wasn't rooted in you. So the thorns, the cares of the world, they come up, they strangle it out. And he, he gives all of these descriptions of people that hear the word that's sown by the Son of Man. And he says, the field is the world. The good seed, the children of the kingdom. The tares, children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. Father of all lies, so it's lies. The harvest, isn't it weird? Talking about the harvest. It's a connection with the uh, Vegas, all this stuff. Connection with the Pearl, all this stuff. Weird. It's the end of the world. The end of this system. The end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. And when I was reading this again last night, and I know this backwards and forwards, it hit me different. It hit me different. So I started thinking about like stuff that's going on in the world. And I started thinking about like it literally playing out as well. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned first. First. Guess who's destroyed? The wicked. If you're a good person. If you're a loving person. I don't think you got much to worry about. I've been saying this for a long time. I've been telling everybody to get their house in order. To do the right thing. But if you're hateful. If you're violent. If you're a liar, if you're a cheat, if you're greedy, if you're lustful, if you're dishonest, this is not going to bode well. So you should repent. 
the Son of Man shall send forth his angels. What is an angel? Messengers, witnesses. And they shall gather out of his kingdom all that which offends, and them which do iniquity, and cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. And this is a picture of people that are doing evil things. Your life's going to be hard. You're going to be thrown in the fire. And it's going to stink. You're going to be tormented. You're going to be tested until you become pure. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who is here to hear this? Let him hear it. Again, I say to you, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field. The which, when a man has found it, he hides it. And for joy, he goes and he sells all that he has and he buys the entire field. That's how important it is when you know the truth. You get rid of everything that's not true. And again, I say to you, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking goodly pearls. I'm talking about pearls talking about the harvest, talking about all of these things, Ethan opens up to this passage. Weirder still, the word scribe is in this too. 11.22. Strange. Again, the kingdom is like a merchant seeking goodly pearls, who, when he finds one pearl of great price, he went and he sold all that he had and he bought it again. Again, I say, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was cast into the sea and it gathered all kinds of fish, which, when that net was full, they drew it to shore, they sat down, they gathered the good onto vessels, but they cast the bad away. Are you going to take the good stuff in your life and hang on to it? Are you going to take the bad stuff that's hurting you and cast it away? That's the kingdom of heaven working if you do. So shall it be at the end of the world. This is the way it's going to be at the end of the world. The bad are going to be, it's not going to be good for them. The angels shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just. And shall cast them into the furnace of fire. They'll be wailing and gnashing of teeth. It's like backbiting, crying, complaining, worrying. Jesus said, have you understood these things? They said unto him, Yes, Lord. Then he said to him, This is the very last thing he compares the kingdom of God to. This is important. Therefore, every 1122, every scribe, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder, somebody who's in charge of the house. Somebody who was given the deed to the house. Someone who God said, you know what? You're in charge. That's us. And because we're in charge, we bring forth out of this treasure, our treasure, things new and old. It all comes together in this moment. And that was it. It's the last of the red letters. Jesus, stop he stops comparing the kingdom of God to anything. The last thing Jesus compares the kingdom of God to is the scribe who is like the person who's in charge of the house. And that's us. And then what did he do? 
He departs after all these parables. And now I am going to depart. Because uh, this became a much longer video than I thought it was going to. But my goodness gracious, if this isn't proof to you that God honors a faithful life, I don't know what is. Guarantee you, there are a lot of godly channels out there that aren't doing this. I guarantee you. And I know all of you are awesome. And I'm so grateful you're here. And you mean so much to me. And I think we all just need to clam it. Right? I think we all need to just calm down and just trust that God is in control. All right, do me a favor, will you? If you haven't by now, hit the like. You should, I hope you do this from now on at the beginning of the video because it helps. I hope you share it around because uh, there's this new thing now where what they do is, if I'm doing a live premiere right now, we're in a live premiere and I'm there and I'm, you know, texting you and I'm trying to remind you to do the, do the right things kind of weird because I taped the show probably the day prior. <laughs> but, you know, after the video is done, what happens is YouTube, there's like a catch-up. Dex from Marfugal News explained this to me. There's a catch-up. This is a new thing that they're doing, but it really kind of hurts uh, a video's growth. So, please, I ask you, consider sharing this video around. Please consider becoming a part of Patreon. Please consider not buying, you know, all the terrible Lysol and Chlor, all this stuff that has all these chemicals that can do such damage to your life. Some of this stuff can mess up your DNA. Go to trulyfreehome.com. That's my sponsor. And uh, enter code Jacob, get 30% off. Get yourself a copy of The Calling. Get yourself a meatball hat. Get something that's going to be cool, that you, you know, that you'll enjoy, that has a message. Get yourself a Teach Me the Truth shirt. You know why? Because when you walk around, you're wearing this, or you're wearing a Teach Me the Truth hoodie or whatever, people read it. Teach me the truth. Next thing you know, they're praying, or they're at least going to think, what is the truth? And they're not going to be like Pilate, hopefully. They'll go to God and they'll get it. All right. I love each and every one of you. Have the best day ever. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.